Welcome to the George D. Football Show, the premier destination for all your sports, podcasting, and uh, information, previews, reviews, um, analysis, analytics, etc. Um, a quick podcast here today, we're going to be addressing the NBA rule where players foul out after the sixth foul. I, for the longest time, have been um, against this rule. I think it's stupid. I think it um, it it shouldn't be in, 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 in pro sports at any level. I'm not talking about ejections, okay? Like if you do a flagrant foul or you get two technicals, you get ejected. That's st- ejections are still in place for egregious penalties, right? Like you can't go just clobbering people. You'll get ejected. I'm talking about personal fouls that you get ejected for. So, um here's my comparison to why it's stupid. Okay, in the NFL, if you have one of your premier players at any position, we're going to go with a cornerback. Not a quarterback, a corner on defense. Okay, so say in the NFL there's a rule that if you get three penalties, because penalties are way less rare in the NFL, so we're trying to make it like manageable or comparable to the NBA. So three penalties in the NFL, or four if you want to get extreme. Okay, so you have a cornerback. All right, in the first quarter, he gets called for a defensive hold. Okay, and then um, in the second quarter, he gets called for like uh, uh, um, a pass interference, right? Then another defensive hold in the third quarter, all right? Now, like, you would have to take him out of the game and save him for the fourth quarter. This is how it is in the NBA. And if it's three penalties, like, you would lose your cornerback. That's ridiculous. Okay, like, you you commit personal fouls. You can do it with a left tackle. If he gets, like, two holding calls and a false start, he's out of the game. Like, your all-pro left tackle, you would lose him for the game in the third quarter. Because he got a few penalties. Like, that's stupid, right? That doesn't make any sense. Um... Uh, a wide receiver, uh, he does a, two false starts. He gets offensive pass interference in the second half. Out for the game. Uh, ejected because he got three penalties. It doesn't happen in the NFL. All right? Why does it happen in the NBA? So, people will say, okay, well, now you can have a guy with uh, 11 fouls and uh, no penalties. Like, he could just foul all game. No. Here's... The, um, the fix to the issue of the n- no ejection. Here's the uh, resolution or the proposition. After your fifth foul, so you get you got five fouls on you. Okay, now you, when you commit your sixth foul, your team, you get your personal foul and your team gets penalized a technical foul. So the other team receives a free throw because you are, you've gone over the limit okay you get five fouls on your sixth one you get a a technical 
all right, and so on and so forth. You commit your seventh foul, another technical free throw, and then um, after your sixth foul, if you want to make the seventh foul, you get two technical free throws to really penalize a team. Um, that can also be an option because now you can you can take the player out. Like if he's gonna foul out, if your player has six fouls and you're like, damn, it's a really close game. You're like, we can't give up two free throws if this idiot commits another foul. So you can take him out of the game, all right? Like, you still have the... But you have the option. Like, you have that option for keeping him in. If it's a star player, if it's a scrub, like, like who cares, right? You'll probably bench him after the fifth foul because you're not trying to give up that sixth. Um, You're not trying to give up that free point. And people will say, oh, it's just a point. That's not really a... P-. Yes, it is. Dude, you give up a free point in the NBA, this is huge. Alright, look at all these end-of-game, late-game situations where teams are have to foul or, or they need a two or a three. Or it's like, the difference between a six-point lead and a seven-point lead is huge. Like, you're talking about two threes and you tie the game or you're going to need that extra point. So, that those points come in huge late in the game. So, I don't understand... Why the NBA fouls players out. It's stupid. It's unnecessary. And I just go back to the NFL. Like imagine, just imagine the playoff game. Uh, we're going to go with the the, the Packers and, and the um, Buccaneers. That NFC title game that we just had. Just imagine if like, um, if, if, the, if the Packers lose Jair Alexander because... He has three penalties in the game, and he he has to miss the whole fourth quarter because, you know, the referee called, um, like I mentioned earlier, like pass interference or a defensive hold, even offside. Sometimes those cornerbacks lean in, you get that defensive um, offsides, right, or false, not false start, but encroachment, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. And defensive linemen too, like you get um. You get a, a unnecessary roughness. You rough the quarterback. You know, you hit him a little late. You get a couple offsides. You get thrown out of the game. That's stupid. Absolutely ridiculous rule, man. In baseball, there's not really, like, you get ejected for, but you don't get personal fouls on players. You don't, like, an uh, umpire doesn't run out and throw a flag in, in Major League Baseball. So I don't know, like, a comparison there but you know what I mean like like if a player runs out of the baseline or something um, and then he commits like a, I don't know somebody that's smarter than me that knows baseball I know baseball I just can't think of a comparison but like you can do it in, in, in all kinds in, in all kinds of um, in all kinds of sports there's no there's no um, ejections like in, in soccer. You get the, the 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 yellow card, and if you get a second one, you get ejected. That's the same as a as technical. Um, or if you commit a flagrant foul, you get the red card right off the bat. That's the same as a flagrant two. But in soccer, there's all kinds of little penalties where there's no no card um, assessed. Like a dude will go and run into another guy and. Uh, They'll call a penalty and they'll just give the ball to the um, 
to the team that 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 the dude got hit, there's no um they're not like okay you commit two more of those you're out of the game, like it has to be, uh, egregious like over the top like that unnecessary type shit to get ejected, like if you just commit little personal fouls why are you getting thrown out of the game, like you'll have games where a star player will commit two fouls early in the game, and he has to sit. Like, it just messes up the whole... Everybody that's watching, You like, one of the star players is out. Um, your team gets affected. The other team gets affected. You want the best players, the biggest stars, out on the court to decide the game. Not getting fouled out. Because a referee has a loose whistle. And, and they're just calling a whole crap load of fouls, alright? Like, come on now. After the sixth foul, you get... This is your sixth foul. There's a whistle... You're not ejected. The other team gets a free throw because the 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 um the other team like team A decided to keep their player in, committed the sixth foul, technical free throw. He's still in the game though. He commits another one. You get two free throws, or you can do it at at the eighth foul. You penalize them two free throws, like the sixth and seventh foul. You get a, a technical free throw. And on the eighth foul, you assess two two free throws, like a flagrant. So now the team has to think, dude, if we give up a foul, we're going to give up two free throws. We should take this guy out. Like if it's a close, like you give that option, it, there's still strategy in the game. You know what I mean? Like, um, this is a thing that I've been, that bugs me about the NBA, like, you can't take these star players out of the game over cheap little ticky-tack fouls. And like I said earlier, the ejections and the um, the ejections for flagrants and the ejections for technicals still stand. Alright? Like, and the technical foul would not go to the player that gets the, um, on the sixth foul, he, w- he wouldn't get the technical. The team would get the technical. It would be like technical foul on, um... Like the Clippers for excessive player foul or something like that. Like they would, they know how to name stuff. They'll have some kind of name for it. And that's it. It gets assessed to the team. And you can have unlimited, like you don't get penalized over the season for, like there's not a limit on how many of those you can have. So let me know what you think about this idea and how ridiculous it is. And if you think that players fouling out is a good thing, I'm not talking about ejections again. I'm talking about personal fouls. Because I made a post about this in my Facebook sports group, and some guy was like, oh, the players will just be able to flagrant foul the shit out of each other, and you're cool with that. I was like, no, you idiot. Read what I posted. It clearly says personal fouls. I'm not talking about ejections or technical ejections. I think I've made that point clear here. I think it will keep star players in the games, important role players in the games, and um, yeah, I think I don't think that there's a place in the NBA for players fouling out. Like it's stupid. Like I think it's literally stupid. Like ridiculous for little personal fouls, dude. Like, if you completely clobber somebody out of the air on purpose and you just, like, completely fuck them up, 
Like, yeah, you're gonna get ejected, but if you reach in on a steal, like, you're gonna get ejected for that because it's your sixth foul. Like, you're just reaching in. Like, you foul the dude, okay, you, you smack him across the arm, it's a foul. But you shouldn't be ejected. It's the stupidest... It is... How is this still a rule? It's dumb. Anyway, that's my short podcast for the day. Um, let me know what you think. Uh, well, do you agree? you disagree? Um, I'm going to do another podcast here probably later on why teams should adopt a loan policy on players. Like why teams should be able to loan, pl- loan a player to another team and be rewarded with uh, money or draft picks, etc. So we'll get into that because um, I think it's a good idea and it, it could really help teams that are um, lacking in certain areas, but they're still good, but they need that extra piece. And you can borrow a player from a team that's out of the race. They're in the other conference. They don't care. Their season's over. They can gain an extra draft pick or some uh, some money by loaning this player to the other team. And the team, both teams get, like the team that's good gets a chance to compete for the chip because they borrowed the player. And obviously, the better the player, the, pr- the higher price you have to pay. Like you want to give us a second round draft pick, you can borrow this dude for the second half of the year or the last four or five games, but you have to give us a second round. Like there's a negotiation that goes on there. Um, or you can just buy a player. Like if a player's under contract for one team, you can just buy the contract from the team. Be like, dude, like you don't want him anymore. Like, you know, we'll buy him from you. Um... But yeah, that's a, that's the podcast for the day. I appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, uh, throw some feedback this way. Let me know if my idea is stupid or not. And uh, yeah, this is a George D. Football Show. The premier destination for all your sports, um, podcasting, analysis, reviews, previews, um, analytics, forecasting, um, breakdowns. Gambling talk, DFS. We're going to get into all that here going forward. But for now, this is just uh, me touching on this rule that completely bugs me. Until next time, um, stay up. Um, um, Yeah, just be cool. Be good peoples. And talk to you later.